and welcome to Season 3 of Mectrospective, the mecha podcast where we cover everything from Astro Boy to Mazinger Z. I'm Giovanna Di Matucci. I'm going to be King of the Pirate. I'm Devin. I'm, I'm the Gundam guy. Uh, and I'm the Gundam girl. And we lied. Yeah, we're we lied to, to you. Isn't that fun? Don't you love Gundam? <laughs> Gundam forever! <laughs> Uh, now I have to wait possibly two more years to see the next one. <laughs> and I mean, with like with the fidelity of animation, I'm like I, I can see why it took so long. It like it. Oh my god! Like we're this is gonna be a messier episode because like we don't have the other two movies to talk about, so this is gonna be like we're, this, this is we're, an we're, unpaid we advertisement. <laughs> we haven't done one of these in a while, but this is a uh, a first look. First look. First look. First look. First look. This is a first look. Yeah. A metrospective first look. <laughs> uh, marketing is stupid. It's great and it's fake and it doesn't work. Uh, that's my, that was my favorite thing about E3 this and uh, and Games Awards this year was just like or the summer Jeff Jeff the Jeff Keeley summer thing. Mm-hmm. was just like, man, marketing is fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, so Hathaway, what, what what was your... Um... Okay, first of all, okay, actually before, I'm going to preface this right now. If you only saw this movie because it was on Netflix, I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably got... You probably were very confused. I mean, honestly, at the very least, you probably saw... A, a a fair a really entertaining like spy thriller with mechs in it like it's fun i honestly i i think you could have had a i think there's there's a there's a world where you could have had an even worse time if this was your first gundam thing it's i think this is engaging um honestly, but yeah what? there's a lot <laughs> if this was your first gundam film you this missed a lot so th- this is actually more beginner friendly than like unicorn where Unicorn, like, the fact that people have seen Unicorn without seeing, like, Zeta and Double Zeta is, like, because those are basically, like, Gundam fan service. Yeah. Like, Gundam Unicorn is not made for most people. It's made for Gundam nerds. Mm-hmm. This, I feel, has a little more mass appeal. It's so, so Hollywood. It's, it is. And but I'm going to say, right now, we're going to do a little, like, record scratch. Little... Like, put a pin in Hathaway for half a second, because if you are really curious about the Gundam franchise, like, do yourself a favor, because you can watch, like, you have, you can basically get caught up before the next one comes out. And you, you might be like, oh, but Gundam is so fucking massive, I don't got the time, I don't got the energy, and I'm like, listen, I, like... In, in like, in like a hundred something episodes and a movie, you can, you can like basically be caught up to where you need to be because like there's a lot of stuff that we like, like all the OVAs, all the like, like all the OVAs, all the mangas, all the spinoffs are like not really necessary. Even like the later Tomino stuff like F91 and Victory is like pretty like, even I know hardcore Gundam fans who haven't even seen those. I've Me. only seen Victory like once. So um, it's like, I I also will say though I also I do get uh, uh 
only a hundred episodes is also still not the best pitch. Um, because <laughs> what I'm saying is it's just like there it's it's not as massive as you think. It's like there's there I think there are more like. I think, like, if you wanted to watch all, like, eight seasons of Next Generation, it would be the same amount of time. But th- but this is, like... Because these are 20-minute these are episodes. Right. It's um, not, and it's, like... There's, like, there's like 43 for, for 0079. And if you really, really can't... Like, if, if you're really unsure, there's the movies. Like, the, the show is... The show and the movies work best, I think, in tandem. But if you just are, like... I'm curious as to what Gundam is putting down. Netflix put those movies on 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 uh, their service. Yeah, so honestly, like, like, to the, like I, I, and I hate, I hate Netflix, but also that's too. just because I hate corporations. Um, me too. To, I'll give them some the most minuscule amount. Like they they did what I would consider the bare minimum of putting the three Gundam films and Char- they could have just put Charles Counterattack because that's the one everyone knows. But they were like, you yeah, know they- what? No, let's fucking let's do the bare minimum. Let's give them the fucking Amaro quadrilogy. Yeah, because it's like t- Charles Counterattack is basically a f- like a follow up to 0079 more than it is Zeta and Double Zeta. I think that's what Although you initially. I, th- I I will say that the entire time, every time I think about people m- skipping Zeta, as much as I get it, as much as I am, I I, I am way less. Like rah rah rah, you gotta watch what you got what we say you gotta watch about it. But I will say, th- thinking about skipping the entire Quattro Bagina stage of Char's life and only seeing him go from like just like the, the whatever happens, I forget the, what the very last shot we see of Char is in 0079. Um, oh, well, I guess it's, it's different you, in the movie. That you remember? Uh, I remember. You well, it will. We'll get into spoilers in a minute. But what I will say is, like, like skipping that whole. It's like you're only seeing the beginning and ending. You're only seeing the bookends of Char's life. I would say, like, his most significant shit happens in Zeta Gundam. Yeah, definitely. Like that's that's how he gets to Char's counterattack. Really, like. Um, but, like the second yeah. half of Char, the second half of Zeta, yeah. It's so, and I'm not saying this is like, oh, you're a fake fan if you don't do this. Like that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm like, this is no. seriously for your own enjoyment. Oh yeah, it's great. It's all great. Because it's um, like it's because it's like on the core work. I would say is like double seventy nine Zeta, double Zeta Charge Counterattack, and like double right. Zeta. I even like uh, it breaks my heart to say this, but I'll put an asterisk next to that one because if you absolutely can't fuck with it, then you just have to watch like at the bare minimum like if you're going to go like bare minimum i want more context for specifically this movie then like three gundam movies zeta gundam and then charge counterattack like if that's that is like the the absolute skinniest way you can do it oh yeah and and i will say like zeta gundam like i would say i'll push further for zeta gundam specifically because like hathaway's in it if you like like, if you want to know more about hathaway zeta gundam is what you should watch like because it, it's like that's like ideal so that that's the two things you can do it you can do it the Devon way where it's like you know you're after like you want to make me happy <laughs> and I would like if you want to make me happy this is what you'll do for me you'll watch you will original. go into GameStop and you will ask for Bambi for the PlayStation <laughs> 2 <laughs> you if you want to make me really happy you will go 
and you will watch 43 episodes of Mobile Suit Gundam from 1979. And you'll say, wow, what a wonderful show. And then you will watch 50 episodes of Zeta Gundam. And then you'll do Double Zeta. Then you'll watch the three movies, Gundam The Origin, and then Charles Counterattack. And then I will allow you to come. <laughs> that's that's if you want to if you want to make Devin really happy. That's what that's that's a really good way that you can do it. I honestly think because like I feel like that or like you know what? No, even better. After you finish Double Zeta, do Origin, then the movies because Origin would lead directly into the movies. That's true. Ooh, that's that's a fun. That's a that's fun. That's a good like. Uh, that's a good like. Um, like a marathon. That's a good marathon. Uh, like, all of Origin and then the three movies. It's like fucking. Um, God, uh, the beginning and ending of the Wall, where it's like, yes. isn't this where we came in? And then you start the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that that so that's that. And then there's the very skinny way, which is the like, I don't know, which is like, okay, do the Gundam movie trilogy that's on Netflix, and then watch Zeta, and then do Charge Counterattack. You don't can't read, skip Zeta. Don't read I'm wikis. Sorry. You can't skip Zeta. I'm sorry. It's 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 too important. <laughs> It, like all of it is important, ideally. Z- Zeta Gun, like, yeah, honestly, like, it, it, like, I, I am, I am an advocate for for the films. Granted, I granted is because I haven't watched the original series yet, uh, but which we will do. Which of course, um, but the second like, I can get, I, I think the second my Japanese is good enough to do that, where I can be mining with Gundam, that's what we're gonna be. You're gonna have to like do a specific study session on Japanese military terms. That that'll just be mining Gundam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I but, digress. I I want you continue what you're gonna say. Um. No. Well, just that you know, like, yeah. B- basically, yeah. Bare bare minimum. Bare minimum is whatever Netflix has to offer. And then depending on depending on what you're interested in, you go from there. It's like, oh, I want to know more about Hathaway, regardless of if you watch it before or after. Yeah, absolutely. Do or or Char, like absolutely. You go, you, like, you, yeah, you do Zeta Gundam if you're gonna watch any other series after that. If you specifically want to know more about like, you know, the evolution of like the the federation and and all that how we got to this point like yeah you watch or like throw origin in there and if you want uh if you want if you ended up really liking the films and you want like more context for the one year war like fucking absolutely dive into the original series cut of the of of the story that the films are telling and then if if you if you really if you're really invested in in you know the aftermath of the events of Zeta Gundam, like Double Zeta is worth it. It is tonally different because it's telling a different story with different characters, but it it is it, by the end of it, I it's a really enjoyable follow up, and it 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 leads into Charles Counter like it like it literally advert it literally says like Charles Counterattack playing in your theaters soon basically at the fucking end of that series like <laughs> um, it's great so yeah like it's 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 all good and you know I hope that wasn't completely overwhelming to you we will we will record like a more in depth how to get into Gundam franchise like episode like how to get into the franchise and explaining what every entry is um. And, we'll do and, that and honestly point, after. Yeah, but but also like honestly, 
what I've always said, what I've said since the very beginning is, as like as long as you have watched either the series or the film trilogy of the original 0079, really, at the end of the day, you can do whatever the fuck you want, because that's the thing that everything is anchored to. That's the majority of the context. I would say the, the exception of, like, Unicorn. Unicorn sure. really hinges on, like, all every knowing everything. Right. Because, like, there, there was, like... Like, the, the fact that Unicorn exper- expects you to be familiar with Double Zeta is, like, astounding to me. I'm I'm happy. I didn't know that about Unicorn, specifically because, like, I, I went into Gundam understanding that Unicorn was one of the hot new things at the time, and, like, people were watching that first. And then the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, why and how? Yeah, uh, that's exactly, because so I, can't wait I to find out. like, oh, I liked Unicorn, and then, like, but I think, like, people will be like, oh, because I think there's this, like, stereotype that, oh, Animators doesn't make sense. Mmm, that's prop. that really is honestly it. People go into these types of series, especially very, like, heavy, dramatic, military-focused, like, you know, war is chess type shit. It's like, no one's, nobody expects themselves as layman audiences to follow that shit, so they probably just assume it's like, oh, this is a bunch of military bullshit, I'm not supposed to know. And it's like, no, you very much are supposed to know. (laughs) Yeah, it's like this is it, so that that's what I, I think a lot of people liked Unicorn because of like the animation and the aesthetics. And, Everyone's like, the, hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm at this point. We are going to if you we are going to be full open season for Gundam spoilers at least up to Char's counterattack. Mm-hmm. So are uh, we not going to spoil Hathaway's Flash? If you haven't seen this movie yet, uh, do it's available on torrent sites and Netflix. At least it will be by the time I upload this. I forget if we do that. I forget if we're spoilery for first looks. Uh, well, the only last time we did them, we only watched like the first episode of something, and this is technically the first like installment. So okay, I think the I think the whole movie is open season, mm-hmm. but because we are, we're I guess this is yeah, this, this is a different first look because it, it, it's the first in a series, but it's also a complete film with a narrative ABC arc. And, like, a long-awaited adaptation of, like, the missing link in the franchise. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody outside of Japan could never, like, get this until now. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, uh, hard cut. This is this is spoiler talk now. So, so uh, the last chance to evacuate. Welcome to Spoiler Town. The big, big wings on the back of cars. Just obnoxiously huge. And to answer your question, the last time we see Char in the TV series is, like, being engulfed in an explosion after he kills Cassilia. And then in the movie cut, as you see the la- in the at the end of the third movie, when you see the one last ship going off to Axis, you see it close- you see, like, Char's silhouette in a window. Mm-hmm. So they made his fate a little less ambiguous. Or a lot less ambiguous. <laughs> I mean, that- I've seen that. I looked at that silhouette. You easily miss that. Yeah, I mean, it took me. I, I only. Ju- I only noticed that for the first time, like recently, too. Oh, but also on a movie theater screen, maybe. Yeah, I'm like a big ass, titty. So Hathaway. Oh my fucking god. Bruh. I've seen it three times. To- this is my third time watching it. I watched it once in English and once in Japanese. Ooh, well, like the Japanese dub. Subs. No, I I watched well. I watched like well. I mean, it it wasn't Japanese already, but I watched the second one. I, the second time I watched it, I watched it with subs. Okay, that's with, as like, soon Japanese as I asked subtitles. that question, I knew I was like, oh, wait, did, like he means subtitles. <laughs> You're I not touching the you you uh, the 
Gundam dubs aren't great. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Like, the best one is G Gundam, and... Yeah. Yeah, and like, that's, that, that's because it's because of what G Gundam is. If G Gundam had any other type of tone, they wouldn't have been able to do what they did and have me believe it. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel bad, because it's just like... I, I feel like such an asshole now, where I'm just like, why would you... Like, I know people who are like... Who are like, oh, I hate subtitles, and I'm like, so I watch everything dubbed, and I'm like, bro, like, if you learn Japanese, that also wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, yes, I, I mean, I, I do want to, I, I do want to always get ahead, uh, ahead of it and say that, like, if you, if you earnestly have any kind of, like, legitimate problems with, like, comprehending, like, visuals and audio while reading at the same time or anything of that nature, like, if you earnestly can't do yeah. subtitles like, like they're, they're fine they're pa- like that, it's like, fine that, yeah it's like if you're dyslexic i, I get it like i i'm yeah. sorry I, I that that sucks i'm really sorry um yeah like i don't want to i don't want to be ableist here that's not my intention, no of but course, I'm, of I'm also saying that if you have a genuine interest in japanese media like and you consume like mostly japanese media like you have no reason not to learn japanese it would just make your life better like it, 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 it's it just makes your life better. It's 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 easier than you think. But I'm not gonna derail this any further. No. If I can, dude, I barely graduated high school and I can do it. It's like I am my life is a disaster and I can I can still manage to do this. So you can too, because mm-hmm. I believe in you. Thank you. I'm gonna pretend you're speaking directly to me. <laughs> I'm speaking to everybody and you. <laughs> Inclusivity. Okay, so. Yeah, we could do this in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Hathaway's Flash. First off, you want to talk about the direction. You kept saying Hollywood direction, and you are like, it. This the, is better than a than the live action Gundam Netflix garbage is going to be. Yeah. It, oh, is it going to be a Netflix thing? It's going to be a Netflix thing. I think that's why they're prepping all this Gundam shit on Netflix. Oh, I could have sworn it was still going to be in in theaters. I think it's Netflix. Huh. Weird. Eh, you know, post COVID, anything's possible. But no, yeah, it's it's the 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 way that like, cause it opens it opens on like a a terrorist situation on functionally an airplane, um, a lot of like heavy drama, tension, angles, close ups, the the gun gun fighting mixed with mixed martial arts and just like pulse like fucking Liam Neeson action movie type shit like everybody's in suits like <laughs> like it's this like just a, it's felt, like a dignitary this, vessel yeah this just felt like a fucking like it's like you know it's like D- Daniel Craig era James Bond taken like every Christopher Nolan movie like you name it this is Hathaway Christian Bale could be Hathaway I fu- no Christian Bale's fucking Kenneth <laughs> Um, to segue a little bit into characters, I, 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 from, so to explain, to, to explain, my, my experience with Hathaway has been, like, thumbing through the fan translation of the first novel as it comes out, but not really reading it because I didn't want to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I read spoiler synopses of the three novels, like, oh, God, I want to say, like, fucking, like, 11 years ago on, like, M on 4chan. Time is wild. So, like, I, I'm going off of, like, what I remember from those synopses. Because this guy was like, I, I can read Japanese, I read Hathaway, like, 
here's the base summary. I'm not translating it. That's a pain in the ass. <laughs> and he just posted like basically like like a five paragraph synopsis of the of like each book. And this one was pretty good to what I of pretty accurate to what I remembered of the first one. I don't remember anything of the second one, but I remember the ending of the third one. But that's the part that everybody knows about Hathaway. Mm. And I'm not going to say that because we're only I'm not going to spoil anything for movies that haven't come out yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know that. I I will say I'm not one of those people. I don't know that. I don't know what the ending of Hathaway is. All I know is that because I wish you, I didn't. <laughs> you might have to like you might have told me because sometimes you would like go into like a hyper focus thing and just start spoiling. But I've very, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've tr- I've gotten way better about that. You have, but I I got I immediately got very good at just kind of like tuning you out until you were done. So I never remember anything you told me about that. That's also, an ADHD it was thing. it was always for shit like Joe. Joe, so it's like that never sticks out of context. <laughs> um, like I'm pretty sure I have a I have a lot of visual memories. I remember sitting there in your room where we recorded retrospective, and I think you were probably telling me how Stone Ocean ends, <laughs> <laughs> just completely, just like me. So your fucking mouth is moving, and I'm just like checking my phone. <laughs> uh, so. I went, the, I, the, oh my god, I can't wait to get my Japanese to a level where I can read, because, like, we, we immediately, we were on a, such a wavelength watching this together. Yes, just, like, absolutely same, same-brained, every single, every single thing, we were just, like, that, like, that, like, that reminds me of that, I love these vibes, like. This is Metal Gear. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, god, the, the opening cinematic is very, was very Metal Gear, fucking, it's all very Metal Gear, actually. Yeah, especially by the end of that. Now that you say that, I'm like, oh fuck! Like, yeah, very, huh? Like ha- the last shot of Hathaway being on his fucking mother base. What if, what if, what if they got Kojima Productions? They never would. They never would. Well, they got Kojima to make a Gundam game. Well, Suda Fifty One has said that for years he wanted to make a Hathaway game because it was his favorite Gundam thing. Ah, which makes so much sense. Right. <laughs> given, and also, given... also, as soon as I said that, I remembered Zone of the Enders. <laughs> well, Kojima just produced those. Ah. But still, he did produce those. He, yeah. He's a big Gundam fan. He's he's posted like these when they I think they did a screening of the trilogy again in in theaters, and he went. Mm-hmm. He even posted that he has like the limited edition Blu-ray of Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. So he's, he's been Kojima's, posting a lot of Kojima's movie cool. reviews on Twitter. Kojima's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. The best movie review was when uh, Masahiro Ito, for, uh, the monster designer for Silent Hill 1 through 3, um, tweeted, uh, I saw Rise of Skywalker. I feeled nothing. <laughs> Which is my favorite review ever. <sighs> Same. Um, <laughs> mood. So but, do you want to talk about the characters a little bit? Because I think we got three main characters here. Maybe four. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I I, I I think I know who you mean by the fourth one. I, I, I really want to talk about him, but that one's more speculation. Yeah, um, and I'll tell you what what I what like vague things I know about him so that I would like that I hope to see more of in the second and third uh, book. Yeah, or movie. Uh, but let's start off with Hathaway. And yes, titular Hathaway. Hathaway's great in this. I expected him to be kind of like a like a shithead, right. but he's not. It turns out people. It turns out people can change when they get older. Like Hathaway's life was very much like defined by witnessing the events of Char's counterattack at like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, but he, he's very much not the same kid. He dedicated his life to being the anti-cots. 
basically, like, I don't know too much about the origins of Mafti, like, how old, if, if Hathaway personally started the organization or he's just became their leader. Like, there's there's some really mysterious stuff about, like, his the botanical researcher, like, like, um, that he's studying under who might be, like, the main, like, benefactor of Mafti. Right. Because, like, Hathaway, there's a cut where Hathaway's reading, like, one of his, like, books on botany, and it's just this crazy spiel about, like, you know, there can't be, like, you know, like, all this, like, really anti-Federation rhetoric in it. Uh, oh, that's fun. So it's like, you know, they, it's an unassuming book, and then you read it, and it's like a manifesto. Because it, it, it seems that it's very much, it really is a book about, like, botany, but it's also a book about political philosophy right, like, as well. if you know, then you know. Yeah. I like that a lot. I didn't pick up on that. And so I like because there's like once again I'm sure if I pull, there's tons of stuff in this movie like when he's in the, in the taxi and there's all like the, the Federation propaganda of like the Earth is di- the Earth is can't sustain all these people please mm-hmm. move to move to space. Oh gosh, yeah, just yeah. R- hey, hey, kids! Overpopulation is a lie and a scam. We have more than enough room uh, and more than enough resources, okay. but only like a yeah, couple on, hundred people now, so are hoarding it all. You should kill them and take it. Uh, parody. Anyway. Yeah, like, it, overpopulation is a lie. And it's funny, because it's just, like, that was shit that Char was talking about in fucking, like... Char had other motives, but that was, it's really funny just to see the Federation immediately just as, like, blanketly hypocritical as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hathaway, the, Hathaway, though, I like his kind of, like, demeanor. He, he has, like... His, his relationship with Gigi, who we'll talk about next, I guess, is, um... Do we want to go really with Gigi, or is it just, like... Gigi, like, which is from a real the Katika- name. From the Katakana, it seems like Gigi. Okay, Gigi, okay. Gigi Andalusia. Gigi no Kitaro. Because they keep, they, that's the way they kept saying it, is Gigi. Right, Gigi, yeah. I, I like her, all of her outfits kill. Yeah, even the one that she had to cobble together from buying clothes on base. <laughs> yeah. Um... I, I like her whole demeanor. Like she, just, she like oozes new type energy. Yeah, no, she really. She was like a way more subdued version of like the what eventually became very typical like over like quote unquote like overly emotional like new type or cyber new type woman that was in like every fucking Gundam, every fucking Tomino Gundam thing since Zeta. This is what she looked like in the uh, in the novel. Oh, different. Very wing, honestly. Yeah, it's the character. Then uh, they some like she has. She's had a numerous different character designs and showing up in other like, because that's from the the novel illustrations. And then she had a certain look in like the G Generation games. Uh huh. Like they actually recast all everybody, but I think everybody who voiced these characters in um were in the movie but as like for example the original voice of Hathaway for like all the games mm-hmm. is the uh the white-haired like military like a police guy. Oh, I see. I got you. That's fun. So like even though they recast everyone for the movie, they they got like all the old voice actors in. Like Kenneth had a full glow up like uh let me find what he lo- like Kenneth Slag looks like fucking like he had a he looks like they made him hot whereas in like the he has like a terrible widow's peak and he's like blonde. Like yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth looked like this in the uh, in in the games. Ew! Yeah, he's terrible, isn't he? Ugh. I mean, honestly, at least if he looked like that, I would have immediately known what a shithead he is. 
Uh, before we move on to Kenneth, what I like about Gigi a lot is just like she's the exact opposite of like the of like the cyber new type woman because she's just like so composed constantly. Yeah, she's yeah because she's like she is still she is still you know kind of the the whole like you know manic pixie dream girl type vibe. Um, but but no, yeah, she she has it a little bit more together at the very least. Like honestly, but. By the end of that first movie, I, I am very, I was very much like, what is actually her deal, though? <laughs> yeah, I there, I know she seems to be kind of like the concubine of like an aging, like dying member of the monarchy, or like not monarchy, but like an old piece of royalty. Uh huh. And she kind of like, I don't know if it's like if it's any kind if they have like a sexual relationship or anything, but she seems to like keep him company in his dying days. Uh-huh. Uh, and seems to live off of his, like, everything. Probably gives him a handy J now and again. He probably- his heart can't take much more. Probably not. And very she seems interesting to not, like- that, Very interesting that they, they gave a lot of characters darker skin tones and then whitewashed Iram. <laughs> you know, you, uh, give and take, I don't know. I also like that, like, the one who looks closest to their original design aside from Hathaway is Lane. Yeah, Hathaway and Lane look basically like they're like the same because like I don't think a lot of the other characters had like character designs in the in like the novel because I think there was only illustrations of like Hathaway, Kenneth, and like G- and like Gigi and Lane. Uh huh. But I I haven't I don't own the novels physically. I want to buy them if I can find them. Hell yeah. And they're probably on Mandarake, but. Yeah, so I, I posted, there's a picture online that, uh, where somebody, I just found, where it's everyone is, uh, compared their novel design versus their older design. Emerelda, absolute glow-up. Yeah, Emerelda, Emerelda Zubin. Slaying. We got Tomino, Tomino names on the fucking, off the chain. Like, Kenneth Slag, Gauman Nobile. Gauman Nobile, Mihesia Hentz. Mahesia hence that's very oh I love it I never said it out loud until now that's that's it feels good to say and she's so cute Raymond Kane drummer for, for piss fart <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he only, only he only undoes the ponytail on shore leave <laughs> Uh, we, we said this immediately, like, well, I think we were, what, like, 20 minutes into the movie, not even, where we were like, this is just Tomino dialogue, like, even though he wasn't the screenwriter for this, he, I don't think Tomino was involved in the production of the film at all. No. Aside from just it being adapted from the novel that he wrote. Which is, which is why he always sounds so tired in, like, recent interviews, he's like, I, I didn't do this, I don't, why do you care? Stop asking me these things. Like, he has said some things, like, he thinks that, like, he always, he apparently said that he never wanted Hathaway animated. Ah. Which is why it was such like a big thing. Like we're never gonna get Hathaway because Tomino doesn't want to do it, or mm-hmm. he says it's like too bleak for TV. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't. And I think he's kind of right that like I don't think that would have this would have flown as like a, a TV anime. I was thinking about that, and that's probably why there's so much. As much as it is clearly, as much as it does ooze Tomino in terms of the vibes and the dialogue and the characters. What we see on screen, oh, so much of it spoke to me as this is everything that you have never seen Gundam do. I completely agree. Because and and uh, it's probably because fucking uh, up until this point, fucking Sun Sunrise just said no. Uh, 
Like, F91 has some pretty intense stuff in its first act where it's, like, very, like, uh, our friend Pigeon said that with his, his initial review was, like, I hadn't seen, like, nothing has really conveyed, like, the chaos and scale of, like, a mobile suit conflict, like, since, mm-hmm. like, the opening act of F91. Yeah, I've and heard I agree, about that. Because I had the exact I've, same thought he had when I watched it. Yeah, I've seen some gifs of that sequence in F91. It I it was this is reminiscent of that for sure, but even even more, more. so. Do you want um, to talk about that segment because that because of how good that segment was? Um I still want to stay on point with the kids. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I <laughs> I have ADHD. Same. Uh but yeah, so Noah Hathaway's fucking like Mr. James fucking Bond, and I like I like I remember it was the sequence where he's in the hotel room, and like the first thing he does is check that the check that the very lightly placed string in his luggage hasn't snapped because that's the best way to indicate if someone's looked through your shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, and I'm and I'm just like thinking. And that, and when they, when he goes out of his, when he goes to, to the fucking Jollibees to fucking meet up with his homies to see if the Federation is tracking him through the fucking hotel card, it's like, he's, honestly, he's on some, um, he's on some Zeta Gundam Amuro shit. Really, he is. But, like, comp- less, less paranoid, way more competent. Like, he's um, been, he's been ready for this. He's been ready for this. He's 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 way more competent, and and then like his he specifically makes it a point to just not not be a Gundam protagonist about Gigi, who is just all on his jock, titties out, and he's just like be gone. Thought I cannot. I don't have time for you. Like I am literally running the world's most dangerous anti-government organization right now. Yeah. Fucking. It's it's. He's he's learned a lot, uh, specifically. But and like I can I can relate to that. He's he, he's probably he probably only turned out this good specifically because of like how much he probably directly oppo- opposed the like any quote unquote advice or wisdom his father were to try to bestow on him. Fucking oh yeah, I can't. I the, I I wanted like a little. I wanted like like five seconds of bright. No, we we didn't get it. No bright in this movie. No bright. Um, I know. I know. That's why it was all. That's why it was all so dark at nighttime because there's no bright. <laughs> I like the way that bright is always kind of mentioned in passing, and like Hathaway like stone faces a lot of like the. Yep, it's sure his father having a famous father. Imagine all the people who haven't seen Gundam being like, "Ooh, they're really foreshadowing." His dad's probably so fuck uh, such a cool big shot, and they go watch the fucking Tomino fucking trilogy, and it's just Bright getting fucking slapped around and demeaned by everyone above him. <laughs> I, I I still I love Bright. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. We've we we have gone on record about. We, we have, have multiple so, hours of us discussing Bright now. <laughs> so many Bright opinions on record. We have to, we have tumultuous bright opinions. Um, I, I can't I, wait for e- I can't wait for even more when we watch Unicorn. <laughs> my my favorite uh, thing though so far, like one of my favorite moments in the movie is one of the saddest is when he's talking to Gigi and she like is like Gigi basically smells that he's Mafty like immediately. Mm-hmm. Is like oh you're Mafty. And in the novel they so the, they the one thing that they didn't like elaborate on is that. Mafti Nuebi Aaron is like 
she says it kind of in the movie where it's like it's a terrible medley of like three different languages and it's like three different like mythical animals like on the thing that was on like the little flash animation she was laughing at on her iPad yeah yeah and then the Sirke unit Sirke being or Kirke being a god a goddess who command who you know can subdue wild animals mm-hmm so that was like Kenneth's way of like haha this is my my mythological reference to counter his. He's such a fuck. He really is. Kenneth is Kenneth is the Jared. <laughs> yeah, he just is. the way, like just the way he he need he needs Mafty to be his rival so bad. He needs it. What a schmuck! He's a he is a he is a schmuck. I I do like him so far though. There's something about him that I like. Oh, I mean, sure. I, like for for the character that he is, I love watching him. But like, he's a he's a fascist and a schmuck. Like, yeah. Well, he's yeah. He's 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 circa. He is a member of the of the Earth Federation. That's all he needs. He's part of the Earth Federation military. Motherfucker is holding a crop through so much of that for no reason. He doesn't even hit anyone with it. Yeah. Right. He just likes having it. Bitch. And Gigi's also all over him too. Oh yeah, fucking! I'm I'm still very intrigued by her. I yeah, want to know. I, I want to know more about what her deal is. Me too. I'm I'm I am on Team Gigi. I love I love the way they drew her eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like to go back to the animation for a minute, like just because this ties into characters is like the way everybody moves. You get such a vibe of their character. There's a ha- lot of subtle facial expressions happening that you don't get a lot in anime because anime is always so tightly budgeted and that's that's always a lower priority unfortunately because it's like with gigi every all of her movements are like very like effortless and carefree and like like every she spins around a lot and just kind of is always like gesturing and moving constantly where hathaway is like rigid 100 percent of the time like every movement he makes is precise and calculated and then kenneth is somewhere in the middle kind of just like walking around without like without giving a fuck yeah, yeah, he's, he is, he, 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 like, goes back and forth wildly, because it's, like, that one, he, he, like, made a really weird, almost DreamWorks face, and I just, like, recoiled, I was like, oh my god, what was, what did he just do with his fucking eyes and mouth, ew, fucking, uh, but it's great, like, you love to see it. Oh I, I guess we can we can talk more about Kenneth. I do I do li- I I really like his voice actor actually. Oh yeah, like the his, perform the performances are fucking great. This guy is like on point. I it's it's so like I don't know his dynamic. He, he's basically the opposite of Hathaway. Yeah. Where it's like I could see like I, I am immediately just in my head now picturing like the Virgin Mafty versus the Chad like the Chad um the Virgin Terrorist versus the Chad Soldier. Like I can see that in my head right now. But it's like, it, it's funny because he totally is like, he unironically is the kind of guy who would call himself a Chad. No, oh, yeah, no. Pl- all, like, like, he's also like, you know, th- there are no Titans. He's a Titan. Yeah, he is. Like, for sure. Like, the, t- like, the, like, it's, the, the, like, the Titans are dead. Long live the Titans. Like, I fucking, I'm, you, I got, I got so mad. I got so mad. You, uh, 
you said at the end of the at the beginning toward the like uh, it was the scene when the manhunters are just harassing people in on the street and you're in in and uh, like literally Gesta- like Gestapo shit, just like where where are your papers? Like if we don't li- if we don't like what you tell us, like we will launch you we launch you into space. Get off the planet because we don't like you. Like because you're I don't know you're poor or whatever. Fucking get out of here. And you were and just like, what was Ada Gundam even for? What? Fucking. Ugh. Char should have won. Because <laughs> it's like, that That reminds me of something that um, Seiya was saying, because he was reading up, like, Japanese discussion on Kamen Rider Agito. And Agito is unique among Heisei-era Kamen Rider stuff, where it, like, at the beginning of the show, it positioned itself as a direct sequel to Kuga, but then, like, distanced itself from that concept the further the show went along. And a lot of fans in Japan w- resented that idea that, like, why is there another conflict after Kuga? Like, that makes the that makes the fact that they resolved the conflict in Kuga meaningless. Because mm. another one just happened. And I'm wondering if that was another reason why, like, Hitomino was, like, uh, Tomino was, like, um, more apprehensive to ever have this, like, adapted. F- fucking, yeah, yeah, maybe, but also, like, that. just a thought I just had. Yeah, but also, like, that that's kind of the whole shtick with the Universal Century as a whole, is, like, the yeah. war's never, like, the war's never over. There's always a new war. Like, I, I feel like Tomino, like, again, like, we were talking off mic about, like, like, in, like, interviews with, like, talking, like, learning more about, like, Tomino's upbringing. It's like, it's like Tomino in real life basically grew up not dissimilar from, like, Amuro or Camille, like, being tied inextricably via family to the military-industrial complex, and just, like, seeing the futility of it all, and how it's all just a a perpetuating machine, and all, any, any semblance of patriotism or justice is all empty propaganda on any side you look. That, I look, with the whole anecdote it had about how he, um, he only worked on one episode of, of Yamato because it pissed him off too much. <laughs> Where he I was just because it. It, like Yamato is like even though Yamato is a much different like you know it's about humanity coming together, but it's also like so non-critical of the military and yeah. so non-critical of patriotism, in like not in not like an aggressive or like you know mean or evil way, but in a it's very like pe- earnest yeah. like humanity. The Japanese are coming together to save humanity. Yeah, it's. It's very bro- it's broad, you know. It's it's broad and you know feel good and philosophical, but you know it's made in Japan, so they use Japanese imagery that at the time would have resonated with people. And like, yeah, I get and it. Yeah, and like that's and I think that's why conservative Japanese like Yamato is because they can also use it, being like, look, our yeah. worldview works. Yeah, that yeah, which is you know, and, and that's it, it sucks. On on one hand, it's it's it does suck. Which is what ne- which is what Matsumoto was always afraid of with the Amato. Yeah, because my my knee jerk is like my knee jerk is like, and this is why this is why I don't believe in subtlety. But the longer I go on, and the more stuff I see that is very blunt and in your face about the politics, like, and then the more I'm online, dog, it doesn't fucking matter. It does not. Fu- it there will always be. Too many schmucks who look at your thing and just, just read their poison into it. Just be like, ah, and this is why you agree with my garbage politics. And then, you, and you know, the creative team or whoever makes it is just standing there, like, did you watch it? 
what are you talking about? Like, like I, I wonder how many people are going to be reading into this as like Kenneth is the hero of this and Hathaway is the villain because he's an anti-government terrorist. Yeah, or even not, or even not. It doesn't even necessarily have to go that far. Just the fact that anybody would come away from this like, oh man, Kenneth's cool. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's like the villain, quote unquote. But it's like, you know, he's cool. I get where he's coming from. You gotta stop these terrorists, man. Like from his perspective, it's like I agree with him. Sometimes he has points. Debate me. Debate me. Kenneth. <laughs> I just want Ken. Like, I feel like 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 that's why Kenneth wants Mafty so badly. He wants to get them into that interrogation room and be like, "Debate me, debate me, Hathaway." <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see how the triad of the three of them kind of like plays out even further. Mm-hmm. Because like I know the absolute like end point of that, but I want to know like how we get from here to there because every because like most of the Hathaway stuff people will talk about is like basically just what happens in this movie and then the last bit of the third one so like most of the second and third one are a mystery ah so now i know now gia knows what parts she will like the most (laughs) (laughs) the things that no one else is talking about that's where gia lives well at least in english uh, so yeah. we have one more character, one more major character to talk about. I just found art of him in his uniform. Actually, it's a uh, Lane Aim. More like Who Lame would... Aim, loser. Who would be the main character if this was like a traditional show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he, hmm. And out of the pilot suit, he looks less twinkish. Probably because it's less, slightly less form-fitting. But, like, man, just... Yeah, he's in the suit for the entire movie. The, f- the Federation uniform just gets more and more Hitler youth as, it go- as the Universal Century goes on. Yeah. Look at that I, well, boy. I think the reason... I think they're using the um, the sleeveless ones, and the, not sleeveless, but the, the short-sleeved ones in this because they're just in, like, Australia. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Like it's they, they had short sleeved ones and like ate the mess team and all that. It yeah it, I don't yeah the the vibes are just so. Uh, I and that's why I love it. That's why I love it. Cause I mean like I'm I'm not I'm not going to. But if I were to go back and listen to our reviews of our very first episode on the Gundam films, like I've always been critical of the Federation. I've always smelled where they're stepping in, and they've never fucking, they've never fucking had me since day one. Uh, but this one is the first one where I'm like, man, this one is trying way harder than even, than, this is, this is doing the most to just tell you that the Federation has never actually had anyone's best interests at heart ever in any context, under any circumstances. They are, they are a state, they are a state of authoritarian military power, and all they want is to keep as much power as they possibly can. Because it's like, to me, I, it made me realize this, because it's like, basically anyone with any goodwill in the Federation died in the one-year war or Operation Stardust. Yeah. And then only the fucking, only the fucking chuds who, like, the Federation sucked even before that, as we see in, like, Origin, where yeah. they just, they just were oppressing the colon, they were oppressing Xeon for years. They like they caused like they caused the one year war. Yeah, the one year war is the Federation's fault. Like Zeon is Federation is the Federation's fault. They caused all their own problems. They they continuously they've they've spent the last hundred years fucking around and finding out. 
Yeah, that's basically what the last century of the one year of the of that's basically what all recorded history of the fucking universal century is. Is there like when uh, do we have a specific point in Tomino's grand mythology where it's just like definitive? I mean, unless it's some major spoiler for something else, but it's just like yeah, Federation's finally fucking gone. Fuck it, it's dead. Well, like in in F ninety one, the Federation barely plays a point uh, plays a a part to the point where it's like it's just a husk. Only, well, it's because they're like the Federation like the Federation military. So the plot of the basic gist of F ninety one is that like this group of oligarchs put together their own government called Cosmo Babylonia, and they call themselves the Crossbone Brigade. Oh, the, not Brigade, the uh, the Crossbone Vanguard. Ah. And they decided to just go around and start conquering colonies for themselves. So there's this new, there's these new colonies called the Frontier Colonies that are even farther away from Earth than than Zeon. And ah. so they just start rolling up in these Frontier Colonies, like, oh, we're these Pluto, we're these like fucking huge oligarchs with all this money. So we're just gonna like, we just we're just gonna take a part of our pie and recreate the aristocracy in space. And then the Federation can't even be fucked to do anything about it because they have to go all the way over there. So yeah. the only people who can fight against them are like this group of tr- uh, this group of like federate this like federation garrison basically basically, mm. like basically like the local precinct and that's it. <laughs> I think there's like a ship that was manned mostly by trainees, and then yeah. by the time that that victory rolls around thirty years after that in like Universal Century one fifty three, like the federation barely exists anymore. Good, we love to see it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lane. Lane spends this movie just being a little, a little, a little Federation lapdog and just drink, like just loving it, uh, or not, he's, you know, not loving. He doesn't like Kenneth. He doesn't like, yeah, because he has this, he has the the thing of like, oh, where well, I'm a man of honor, right? It's funny, like they very much are two. They're they're two different. They're they're two flavors of Jared who hate each other, <laughs> which is very Jared. <laughs> Jared also didn't get along with any of the other Titans, really, except for his, except for his several girlfriends who Camille all killed. What, what do you think of Mafti as a faction so far, comparing them directly to, like, the Ayug? So far, I, I really think... I think they're getting... I, I, so far, only knowing what I know about them... And, you know, it's Gundam, so I'm sure, I'm sure something about them is compromised, because Tomino won't let me have anything. Um, but... Uh, just the, the, their ba- to me, what their basic pitch felt like to me was like, the Ayug had some of the best intentions of the, of any faction in the Universal Century, but I think so much of the Ayug was still tied to this belief that, like, war is done a certain way and like you know to do it right like they're all they're all it was all still made up it was made up of so many soldiers who like it was run by the mil- by by it was all it was also run like an army yeah 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 that that was the thing cuz it's like and at the time i get it because it's like you you need an army to fight an army like a like a a rag ta- a ra- especially in space in especially in space a disorganized ragtag guerrilla group against the federation at their peak isn't gonna accomplish might, anything. Yeah. There's no direct action you can do with that. Like you, like I totally get. Like regardless of whether or not you, regardless of whether or not I agree, I agree with the idea of it. I understand the logic of like we can't do anything unless we we meet them where they're at. But now 
you know, it's been a minute, like, Char really fucked up a lot of shit, even a decade later, I totally believe that they're still, they're still trying to pick up the pieces of themselves after Char almost fucking destroyed the Earth. Um, Unicorn is about, Unicorn is about that in part. Um, and so, I, I, you know... Like this is literally a rag. Like this is literally like a like a like a rag. This is, it's a ragtag group of gorillas who have just enough like organization and gumption to just fucking run roughshod on them, and like it works because the Federation ain't shit. Because like mo like most no like lo- like most uh, like like most authoritarian militaristic dictatorships like you know they do have a lot of manpower, but like it's run by a bunch of like detached fuck with elite like bourgeoisie like you can run circles around those assholes they don't know what day it is fucking whatever they're paper tigers like <laughs> you can do a lot more with a lot less than you think you can and this movie and i think uh mafty mafty shows that and i think i i i i, I think that i from what I, from what i've seen they're decent people i'm ready to eat those i'm ready to eat that crow cuz again it's gundam there's no, there's no so far there's been no such thing as a pure faction in gundam and i like that about gundam but it's frustrating because i live in a world where i would like there for there to be someone doing something right <laughs> cuz i think i think the compromise element of mafty is more of like the 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 extent they're willing to go like even gobin shows up just like he just fully is like, I'm gonna, my actions here are going to kill a lot of innocent people, but forgive me. I'm doing this to destabilize the Federation. Yeah. And I think that's the compromised element of Mafti, is like, we're willing to do this. We're willing to just open fire in the middle of a city. Right, but I mean, also, like, so He's is the Federation. He's not actively trying to kill anybody, but yeah. Like, so is the Federation, like, I, I... I think at this point, I am just making excuses because this is, like, you always say that if you were in the Universal Century, you would join, like, the AU. I think I'm going Mafty. I mean, if I was... And Twitter's gonna cancel me for it. Twitter's gonna cancel you for joining Mafty. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would join Mafty, too, if I was, if it, if the year was 0087, I'm part of the AU. If the year is 00, if the year is 0105, I am... It's funny, did it call it single 0105? If it's still like if it's still the double O's, I'm I'm moving to Jupiter. Um, <laughs> the new, this new century, Jupiter uh, is cool until like Crossbone. Hmm. I mean, Jupiter's a big place. There's you know, <laughs> there's probably plenty of places where nothing's happening. That's true. There's some one of those moons. They've got so <laughs> fucking many of them. I, uh... Wait, I unless... Do like... Did they... Did did the Federation mine a bunch of the moons of Jupiter away? I don't know. There's very little Jupiter lore outside of, like, Crossbone. Perfect. I will fill it with my very good head cannons. Because, like, I'm either might be some more Jupiter stuff if I read... Because I, I really want to read the Tomino Gundam novels, because there's so much additional world details in those. Hmm... So I, I really want to dig into those. And there's even too. more in this. Like, for example, one thing they don't say in the movie is that the reason, the, their whole thing about getting the Xi Gundam, it's actually the, apparently it's pronounced Xi, like Xi, like K-S-E-E. Right, but the, it's X-I, and I think, like, I think in English we'd say that, like, key. Key? And I know that because, I, because I've 
play because me and my wife like Kingdom Hearts, uh, and that's one of the there. There is a Keyblade called Spelled the Keyblade with the Greek character Key, right? Yeah, and it's fucking Kingdom Hearts is bad, and I love it. <laughs> well, Key is like because it's funny because you you say that, but Key, you know that you know that Key, you know what letter comes right before Key in the Greek alphabet? Huh. New. Shut the fuck up. Ah. <laughs> There That's go. good. I like that. That's good. I guess we can segue and talk about these mech designs. Fuck yeah. So so let's let's talk about the key Gundam because we're already on it. I, I posted a picture of it. Like I do oh. need to like I I do want to take this moment to really get in my brain which one is the key and which one is the Penelope because I only ever knew about the Penelope and the second I learned there was two Gundams I was like ah fuck I don't know which one's which. Well the key is Hathaways. That's see that's so weird to me because then why do I know about the Penelope first? Because I think the Penelope's model came out first. Huh. So, like, wasn't everyone it was in, talking about it. Wasn't it in Super Robot Wars? So is, uh, so is the key. So, and in Gundam Versus. They're, the two they have for Hathaway is Penelope and Key. Weird. I think I might have just blended them in my brain because I don't know enough about, the, I didn't know enough about the story, and they both have similar silhouettes when they're fully so armored. that's the key. So that's the key, and then that's what it looked, that's its original, that's its new design for the movie. Uh-huh. Uh... Here is its um, design from, like, the... This is the one they used before the movie came out. So yeah, that thing. That's Dorito. The I love, the, I love uh, this triangle. People are thinking that we're, that the key is going to look more like that in the following movies, because this oh. is, like, the deplo- like, the prototype deployment, and then because it got damaged at the end of this film, they're going to, like, you know... And they're going to, like, repaint it? And they think that they're going to do that, so they have an excuse to sell, like, three different key models. Of course, and you know what? That's fine. That's good. But, uh, I like, I like that it almost, it has this weird false face on its chest. Yeah, it has, like, it has, like, a V-fin on its chest. It, it's almost reminiscent of, like, when the super robots have the lion there. It's like a Brave series mech. Yeah, it's, it, it's true. I, I love, I love the... I love how it's covered in, like, missile pods. Yeah. It, it's stark white. I love its face. Its face is so unique. It has the big-ass double Zeta, like, head jewel thing. Its V-fins are huge. How big is it? Like, how big is the key Gundam? Because, like... Because the, the average Gundam is about, like... 30, 50 meters? Like, like it's, like, 20 meters. Like, a little, like, 18 meters, I think, oh. is the average height for a Gundam. And then the new wow. was, like, 20. And then, in in F ninety one, they get smaller. They get smaller because they do the big, because um, and uh, I'm wondering because like they may, everything gets smaller because like be everything is beam weaponry at this even in this point like so making your things bigger and more armored just didn't make sense anymore because all beam are all beams can just cut through armor like nothing. They also cut through buildings like buildings. nothing. So I'm wondering if like the. the the Hathaway era of, like, mobile suits just got bigger and bigger and chunkier until it reached, like, a critical mass, and they had to downsize and, like... Yeah, this is, like, like this is, like, the, sw- this is like the swan song of this design philosophy. Like, this is, w- this is what you get after, like, the hi- like the double Zeta and the Sazabi and the High Noon and the new and the High Noon. In all the Unicorn era shit. Which, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... And then after this, they're like, we're out of money. <laughs> 
I'm really glad this movie exists, too, because I know we're going to get a ton of more expanded tie-in Hathaway novels and shit and, like, yeah. manga to really flesh out this era. Because, like, before Hathaway, we really only had, like... Unicorn is, like, three years after Char's Counterattack, and then, like... Char's Counterattack's 0093, and then, like, F91 is 123. So we have, like, 30 years of, like, very vague information. Mm-hmm. So it's fleshing out, like, this kind of almost, like, black spot in the Federation, like... I just I love know. how well the Gundam franchise balances, like, giving you all of this lore, but still also just, like, the isolated stories of each series and thing in each franchise, like, it's it's also fine on its own. Like, ha- like Hathaway's Flash is a really good action movie. Probably be like, even better when there's when it's all three of them, or, or you can watch all three of them. Yeah. Fucking, God, I love the Universal Century. Yeah, this is, like, literally, like, Gundam is my favorite franchise. If I had to pick a franchise, Gundam is my favorite. Yeah, and, you know, that, and that list is short because, like, like, thanks to Disney, like, franchises are some of my least favorite things. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. I love to hate a franchise. I'm gonna say there is a distinction between a series and a franchise. There is a distinction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people, don't let Disney convince you otherwise. But, uh, so that's, that's the key. Anything, like, uh, let's, let's talk about the Penelope. So first we gotta talk about the Odysseus. Even though we don't, I don't think we're gonna ever see the Odysseus in the movie. Maybe we will in the second one. But this is the, this is the Odysseus. Nike. I like its, its head. Its head is weirdly shaped. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's got a pretty unique helmet. Again, like, being a, any of this, this movie isn't like Tomino Tomino, but it's rooted in a work by Yoshiyuki Tomino. It still feels like something he would write. Like it's, I, it feels, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just mean in terms of like mech design. Once again, Tomino being the only person in Gundam to go out of his way to make sure the the, the Gundam that the, the the this show's Gundam looks distinct from all his other Gundams, and meanwhile, every other motherfucker who gets to make a Universal Century show is just like, it's gotta look like Grandpa. Yeah. Make it look like Grandpa. <laughs> I mean, hey, the two, the last two Gundam shows that Tomino did were Turn A and G Reco. So say what you will about that. Yeah, I, I, the thing I will say is they're great and I love it. I can't wait. Turn A is going to like overthrow Double Zeta as your favorite, I think. I hope so. I believe I believe that. I believe that. I posted I can't a picture wait. there of a close-up of them. Oh, wait, that image didn't work. Um, let me, there we go. This one worked. No, that's the exact same link. Damn it. <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> I'm trying to find a... Okay, here's like a close-up of like its head. It has like a weird head. Mmm, yeah. So that's... that's, And then the Penelope, it you put the gigantic fucking flight unit on it, and it becomes this. Big. Because it Chunky. has the... Because apparently that thing is like a Minovsky generator that creates like Minovsky anti-gravity particles and allows it to fly in the atmosphere. Mm. And the the but the G that, apparently the the key Gundam is newer and has a built-in one where this one needs an additional unit to be strapped onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. That did make me realize, like, oh right, like there's very few air units of mobile suits. And you're using the idea of them flying, but that's because they're in space. Yeah, and then and then duh, like oh right, like that's why 
that's why every fucking time you see mobile suits on Earth, they're usually riding some big fucking hover air transport, because, like, they yeah, can't the, fly, because it's very hard to do that. <laughs> to, to make these gigantic, like, 100-ton machines fly. Although I will say that, like, to their, like, as, like, I enjoy... I en that, that's one of the things I enjoy about the lore of, of the Universal Century, but then hearing the phrase, like, Monofsky anti-gravity generator or whatever, I'm like, oh, that doesn't, huh. That, that seems like the, the, that seems like almost a divergent, like, that's getting more into, like, what you expect science fiction to be like in, in, in a, in a, in a show with giant robots. Well, because they had that previously, but it was only like that technology was like not ma was not made for like condensed down to mobile suit size. Like the Argama had one of those, to, to, so it could ex or the the White Base had one. Mm, so they, so okay, so at that point in the Universal Century, they they had they did have some some notion of of, of anti gravity of, of like gravity of like artificial, yeah, like, that's what artificial fusion, gravity. That's what Minovsky particles can do. Is like that. That's part of what they do. Is uh, mm. is like is like anti-gravity particles and so that but like getting a getting it but those are like gigantic complicated machines that you couldn't condense down to mobile suit size until like now and even then it's per like you have to you have to make you know because it, it's it's like that thing where it's like the you know the the heavier your spaceship the more fuel you need, which makes it heavier, which makes you need more fuel. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big so, boy, big chonker. So pointy. Here is, like the novel version of the Gustav Carl, which is the new GM. Still very chunky. I love it a lot. Uh, the the FDO three. Uh, so as I said, are off mic. They these got um teased in Unicorn and Narrative as, like, so the, I guess these have been around since at least 0096. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that was, like, uh, it, there was, like, one of the direct, I think the director of one of the episodes was tweeting, like, fans of Hathaway's Flash, be sure to, like, check out the last episode of Unicorn. It's good. And, like, everybody got really excited thinking it was gonna be, like, a confirmation of a Hathaway movie or <laughs> something. But it was just, like, a Gustav Carl. <laughs> Come on, man! Oh, buddy. And then that—that that was the unicorn version I posted down there. But the the Hathaway version is like darker blue. I like it. It reminds me of like Titans Max. Like they're not—they're like not as freaky and weird as like the Zeta era stuff, where it's all Transformers. But like, the, it remind—it just has the blunt authoritarianism of like the Federation at this point. Yeah, it looks like a it 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 looks like it's got like SWAT armor on. Like it's just ready to—it's just ready to beat the shit out of an entirely unarmed civilian in a t-shirt. Yeah, basically, that's and then claim yeah, and then claim that it was un it, its life was threatened because they had like a fucking rock that they found they had, on the they ground. They had a water bottle. They had an empty water bottle. Yeah. I like how it has a single V fin. Yeah, like it it's like a little antenna. Because like it has like the makings of another one if you look closely at the head, but like it's like so I, I do like this thing a lot. It just looks like. I love asymmetry in in any kind of like mech or like suit design. If we're talking like tokusatsu, I love asymmetry a lot. And speaking of, I guess that ties us into the Messer, which is Mafti's mass-produced unit. Big shoulder, just check very you, check you with it like a hockey game. I like how no, how like zero aesthetics on this thing. It's just all utilitarian. 
and yet sexy. It looks very good. I uh, there's another version of the Messer as well. It was the um, that we see in the movie. We see one with light armor, uh, very briefly when Emerelda is like opening the capsule for the the, the key Gundam mm-hmm. when they're when they're orchestrating a false theft of it. God, that's so good. Yeah, that one. Yes! I love I think, a chunky mech! I think we're gonna see some Messer and Gustav Carl, uh, you know, there's only like four mobile suits in this fucking movie. My least favorite, my least favorite thing about what the, the like, the, what episodes I did see of Iron-Blooded Orphans was when the Gundam Gusion, like, lost its big, thick armor. I was like, no, it looked better before! <laughs> And then the last one we have is the uh, the Manhunter Jigen, because I guess the Jigen is more relegated to, like, other work and as opposed to being a main combat unit now. It's a fucking mall cop. I like how it has, like, the little machine gun on its waist. Yeah, right. So you're going oppre- so to press civilians on the street. Oh my god, ew. It has fucking thigh highs. I do like, I like its thigh highs. I wish, I wish the cop mech didn't have a fucking thigh, didn't have the cute thigh highs. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a Jigen. Yeah. They, they used the Jigen... The Federation used the Jigen all the way up until the fucking, like, uh, F-91. There's Jigen... In the first, like, fucking, like, few minutes of F-91, there's some horrible Jigen's, uh, Jigen, uh, Jigen violence. Same with Unicorn. <laughs> Unicorn also opens with, with crimes against Jigen's. Fucking good. <laughs> A-Jab. All Jigen's are bastards. AFAB, all fetties are bastards. <laughs> ah, no, you can't do that. We can't use that one. Why? Assigned female at birth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my gosh. I don't know acronyms. Damn. That was a good one. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> oh, no. Let's talk about that that segment though the, the 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 big action set piece in the middle of the film. Yeah. When uh, when uh, they attack the um, the when Mafty attacks the uh, the city. It's uh d- um it, if you find your, if you find yourself as a civilian on the street during any sort of uh un uh, unexpected military esque or terrorist skirmish, uh. Don't don't use the elevator. Don't use the elevator. You don't use it for fires. You shouldn't use it for firearms. Like don't I get on the elevator. That, I love how that scene starts because it's just like the beam straight through fucking like the the adjacent skyscraper. Yes, and it's fucking like melts everything street level. Like just like it hits and then the sparks of plasma like melt other shit. It's so good. And like, like everyone's just everyone's just fucked. Like, obvi- like the the there there is no there is no like organized force helping them. The Federation are the ones doing it. Like, because <laughs> it's like I think what it is is Mafty was there attacking where like the the hotel where the um all of the all of the uh, fucking like dignitaries were staying. Right. And then the Federation were there to stop them, but also didn't care about anybody there. No, no zero. Like, the, the Federation has, you know, tightened its budget and fucking... It has tightened its budget. Ah! 
uh, humanita- humanitarian aid, uh, civilian effort, like, any kind of like, you know, fucking. No one, no one, no one is here to help you. Nobody at all. Fa Yuri is nowhere in sight. Fa Yuri and Camille are on the moon. Oh my gosh. I, uh, that, that shot of, like, him embracing Gigi as, like, all the sparks are coming out of Goblin's Messer, it's like, oh man. Like, this movie was basically made for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Just, it, it, it's Gundam as fuck. Beauty and terror at the same time. It, it's it's just it's everything I wanted it to be, and it just is. It, it, it's a political thriller too. I no, yeah, for, for sure. I would say I, I, it is primarily a political thriller, and that is why a lot of Mech fans uh, don't like it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that wrong. many bad takes. You said you've seen some takes of people saying like there's only two Mech fights in the entire thing, and they're both at night. As if that's like, I, th- that compelled me about it. Because I think that's one of the things, that's one of the, when you said earlier, like, Tomino, Tomino didn't want this to be an animation, and I feel like that comes through when you actually really think about all the scenes he wrote in it. When he was writing the novel, he knew full well, like, this is the type of shit that they would never let me, that, that, that wouldn't be quote-unquote good to put in a mecha anime, so I'm gonna put it in my fucking book, because I don't need to show it. Uh, and, you know, this is proof. It's like, yeah, people feel some type of way about, like, about mech about mecha being like this, even if it's real robot, it's like wild to me. That's a close I thought it was up great. Of the, uh, of the key, that's the close up you see of the key's face. Like I, I, I spent, I spent earlier today watching a lot of like kaiju content, and like this is reminiscent of that, of just like these ma- towering things that like you are mostly helpless to do anything about other than like survive. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's like- I, I was trying to imagine like a video game where you're just the entire you like you're you're just civilian trying to like escape a city under like like a you remember like the opening of like Metal Gear Solid Four where it's like the PMC is fighting like local rebels, uh huh, and you have to like sneak away between both of them while they're fighting around you. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but you're not Solid Snake and just a regular guy. Yeah, and it's Gundam, and I would like I would I would play that game. Damn, it's. Uh, it, it, it's so good. It's it's very rare that something lives up to my expecta- to my my insane expectations. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, I didn't have any. Ex- I I try to have I try to have as little expectations about things as possible for that reason. And also, it helped that I know nothing about Hathaway's Flash other than Bright Noah has a mustache, and he he is sure not appearing in this film. So, sir, probably appearing in the third one. Yeah. Uh, better have that mustache. Uh, oh, if he doesn't, I'm gonna be pissed. Because that's um, in the books. That's on the cover of the third fucking book. Mm-hmm. 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 But um. But yeah, no, I I loved this. I loved this specifically. Like how it is. It is so. It is. It it is so Gundam at its core, while also doing so many things that I've never, especially especially again, Universal Century Gundam. I've never seen Universal Century Gundam do this. It's so much more grounded, even though Gundam is pretty grounded in terms of like mecha. It's like grounded this for is Gundam. Yeah, it's grounded for Gundam even. And like the the understated character designs by Pablo Uchida, which are like way more. I don't know, they're, like, way more understated, they're less stylized, but it's, but the thing is that they're so good, 
because even though they're so much more grounded in le- in level, it still totally fits within the Universal Century. Like I just yeah. believe this happens twelve years after Char's Counterattack. Because I feel like I feel like it's framed so much as like Hathaway's story. Like we get several shots in the movie that are literally us as the audience looking through his eyes from his point of view. Like we and we see so much of him. We see so much of him going out of his way to not do the Gundam protagonist things and make these same mistakes. Like, it is very much Tomino writing a story about somebody almost philosophically aware that they are a Yoshiyuki Tomino protagonist and trying desperately to break this cycle. Like, that is why I love Mafti so much, because I feel like they are coming from this philosophy of, like, this shit keeps happening and it has to stop. This shit sucks. Like, in a real, real way. Like, everybody agrees shit sucks, but it's like, we just keep making the same exact mistakes every time we try to solve it. And I'm I'm very interested in the whole story as a whole. Like, what how it plays out. Me too. Um, my, I, couple, I guess, while we wrap this up, we'll just gush about parts we liked. Um, that, that scene where he's, like, calling out to Gigi and it, like, just morphs into a flashback from Char's counterattack. Every, yeah, it, it, and it was, I love it, it was specifically, <laughs> it was specifically the part, like, seconds after Amro fucking jumps Char on a fucking horse or whatever and just starts beating the shit out of him. That's just happening at, like, the corner, because he's looking at Quest during that, during that. It's, like, that was, like, one of the best, like, I feel like this movie's really subdued with new type stuff. But, but when I, it does do it, it's so wild. Like, when, uh, it, right before Hathaway, like, takes out some of the, uh, the, the Mafty impersonators. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the plane, he, like... Imagine, it, imagine he, claiming you're Mafty and getting the shit kicked out of you by Mafty. <laughs> Those guys are probably gonna be facing firing squads, not even knowing. Yikes. But it's like, they also suck, though, because they, all they wanted was money. Yeah, 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 for sure. They just wanted to ransom them. Like, Hathaway Hathaway wants these people dead. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is that, that was such a good line where Hathaway is just like, kind of like, God, I fucked up everything just by putting myself on that flight because I wanted to see their fucking faces. Mm-hmm. I had to look at these people. It's, it, it, it's so real. Ah, man. Th- this movie needed to be made, like, now. Like now, these movies yeah. needed to be made like made like now. It's it's For so sure. perfect. And Tomino even seemed to agree, where he says that the world has like, he said the world has regressed enough that these movies are relevant again. That these that the, yeah. this story is relevant again. Yeah, fucking, fucking no, no one listened, so I gotta keep going. So I, I want to know what happens to to everybody. I want to see where it different. I want to see what the difference is between it and the novel, because like as we said. The the big the re- the big reason everyone said oh they could never make Hathaway because it's not canon is because in the novel, in Beltachka's children, Hathaway kills Quest as opposed mm-hmm. to killing Chan, because Chan didn't exist. But like, he still watched Quest die and then murdered somebody. Yeah. Like they keep saying oh you shot down an enemy and he's like ha 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 because like everyone believes that he shot down the Alpha Izaru. Everyone mm-hmm. believes that this fucking 13-year-old kid shot down a gigantic mobile armor. 
He even like he he tries to tell people like I I literally just stole the mech and fucked around and I only didn't get in trouble because we won. And like every like even like I can see that we've won. Kenneth is like, oh yeah, like I'll give I'll even if you fuck up like that again, Lane, I'll give the Penelope to Hathaway. And you can just see like Hathaway's just like, fuck you, dude. Like I don't want any of this. <laughs> fuck off. My um. God, my, uh, my favorite part was the Jollibee product placement. Um, yeah. <laughs> damn, I guess fucking, I, I guess, uh, fucking, um, what was the one from Zeta Gundam? Like, Mick? Uh, uh, McDaniel. McDaniel? McDaniel fell on some hard times. Uh, <laughs> Bought out by Jolly. Or what if McDaniel is only, like, a lunar-based franchise? Oh, true, 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 yeah. It's a, lo- it's a moon-based franchise. You can only get, you only get, you can only get it in the mo- on the moon because it's actually a subsidiary of Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> God, just the, the we don't want to directly support Mafty, so we're just gonna like you just we'll make these mobile suits for you that you paid for and you commissioned, and we'll you just pretend to steal them. Mm-hmm. So when the Federation knocks on our door, we can just be like, "Bruh, they fucking stole them." I bet they know too, right? It's like fucking, but they don't have anything on Anaheim. Like they can't legally prove it. And then and what so are they, they going to do? Because Anaheim, what are they going to do? Shut down Anaheim? Because Anaheim makes all their shit, too. Yep, yep, yep. Love to see it. Like, An- Anaheim is the secret, like, Anaheim is the secret puppet master. Anaheim is, like, the true antagonist of the entire Universal Century. I would which love. Which is funny, because they don't, they I would don't love. survive into the, into the F-91 era. That way, they do or they don't? They don't. Because they get, because the, um... The newest manufacturer of mobile suits of the Federation is this organization called SENRI, S-N-R-I, the Strategic Naval Research Institute. And they're the ones who make the smaller mobile suits, and that was their whole idea. There's a couple mangas about, like, Anaheim struggling to compete in, like, the F-91 era. Loved. That's great. I would love more of that. Um, But yeah, no, this movie whips ass. Yeah, watch it. If you're a fan of Gundam, you have no reason not to, and if you don't like it, you're wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) Watch it again and maybe like it more. (laughs) Um, I mean, honestly, and, and you know what, you know what, that's real, like, like, now that you know what it is, like, whatever expectations you had for it, like, now that you know what it is, it, like, maybe you can smell what it's stepping in a little better, like, maybe you can, like, watch it again and try to appreciate it for what it's trying to do, even if it's not what you wanted it to be. Um, I don't know, yeah, give it a shot, it's, it's, I, like, I thought it was compelling through and through, like, especially from Gundam, a franchise where it's, like, especially like early especially the early stuff that like you know it can get a little bit like a bunch of dudes in like a boardroom somewhere talking about shit like and you know that's fun to me but i can see why you you wouldn't like that if you're trying to watch robots fight um but i think this if you go into this just being like, I want to see robots crash into each other, you're going to be, like, really disappointed. But, like, this is not by no means, like, a dull movie. Like, within the first 15 minutes, there is an intense action sequence on a plane. Yeah. Like, you d- like you don't get that in other Gundam shit. Honestly. Like, maybe, like, somebody, like, gets punched. Like, there's more people just kind of, like, punching each other. Like... Like, some people get shot, and there's, like, mobile suits flying around. Like, Votoms had way more, like, action movie, like, people shooting each other shit. Yeah. Please watch Armored Trooper Votoms. Please watch um, please, please watch that. Hey, if you like this, watch that. Yeah. It's uh, very different. On that note, we should wrap it up so this actually yeah, can be a, an SD first look. Yes. Uh, 
Yes, we are. We are sub one 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 hour and a half. Uh, final thoughts on Hathaway. Um, it's good. Yeah, it, it fucking it's fucking sick. Uh, I can't wait for the next ones. Uh, I think the next Gundam things we're gonna be doing. We're all. I think for the for season three, the next Gundam stuff we're gonna watch is probably Unicorn, and I want to do F ninety one at least. So mm. uh, narrative two, because narrative is basically just another Unicorn episode. Right. Uh, but yeah, well, we're gonna, we, this time we promise, next up is Big O, because we're both halfway through it. Showtime, baby. Showtime, baby. Uh, Gundam. Move, cry robots. Cry robots.